Welcome to the eighth day of February. <laughs> My brain switched it up for the first time ever. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. It is, it is the eighth day of February. And I'm so thankful and glad that you are here. And we get to read the word of the Lord together. How special is that? That we are coming around the global campfire and are reading the same passage and different things are gonna stick out to us and different things are going to be highlighted Different things are going to be challenging us, and we are reading the same passage. But I, I love that because the Holy Spirit is so unique and just comes and breathes up upon the Word of God and brings it to life. And so if there's life in there, then we're all going to be impacted. And because we're all different, it's going to impact us differently, right? Like we're all experiencing different things in life, different challenges, different beliefs, different walks different cultures, different ways of life. And so um, how could it not, you know? So we are continuing on in the book of Exodus. We are in chapters 8 through 29 today, 28 through 29 today. And we are in the Evangelical Heritage Version. Bring Aaron, your brother, near to you from among the people of Israel and his sons with him, so that he may minister to me in the priest's office. Bring Aaron and Adab, Abihu and Elizar and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. You shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, to give him honor and splendor. Speak to all the skilled craftsmen, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, so that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, so that he may minister to me in the priest's office. These are the garments which they shall make, a chest pouch, a special vest, a robe, a specially woven tunic, a turban, and a sash, they shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and for his sons, so that he may minister to me in the priest's office. The craftsmen shall use the gold and the blue, purple and scarlet material, and the fine linen. They shall make the special vest of gold and of blue, purple and scarlet material, and of fine woven linen, the work of a skillful craftsman. It is to have two shoulder straps, one on each side, so that the vest can be fastened together. The decorated band, which is attached to the vest, is to be just like it, made of gold and of blue, purple and scarlet material, and of fine woven linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave the names of the sons of Israel on them, six of their names on one stone and the names of the other six on the other stone, in the order of their birth. Engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel, in the same way that a gem cutter engraves a seal. Mount them in settings of gold. Put the two stones on the shoulder straps of the vest to be memorial stones for the people of Israel. Aaron shall bear their names on his two shoulders as a memorial before the Lord. Make settings of gold and two chains of pure gold. Make them like braided cords and attach the braided chains to the settings. You shall make a chest pouch to be used for making decisions, the work of a skillful craftsman. You shall make it with the same workmanship as the vest. Make it from gold and from blue, purple and scarlet material, and from fine woven linen. It is to be square when it is folded, nine inches by nine inches. You shall arrange settings for precious stones on it, four rows of stones. The first row is to be carnelian, diamond, and jacinth. The second row, agate, sapphire, and emerald. The third row, beryl, jasper and ruby, and the fourth row topaz, onyx and turquoise. They are to be mounted in gold settings. 
There are to be twelve stones corresponding to the names of the sons of Israel. Each one shall be like an engraved seal, each with the name of one of the twelve tribes. You shall make braided chains of pure gold as cords for the pouch. Make two gold rings for the pouch, and attach the two rings to the top corners of the pouch. Put the two braided chains of gold into the two rings at the top corners of the pouch. Attach the other ends of the two braided chains to the two settings, and then attach them to the shoulder straps on the front of the vest. Make two rings of gold and put them on the two lower corners of the pouch, on its inside edge, which is toward the vest. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the two shoulder straps of the vest in the front, close to the bottom where it is joined to the band of the vest. Tie the rings on the pouch to the rings on the vest with a blue cord, so that the pouch is right next to the band of the vest, so that the pouch does not swing out from the vest. Whenever he goes into the holy place, Aaron shall wear the pouch for making decisions, which bears the names of the sons of Israel, over his heart as a constant memorial before the Lord. You shall put the Urim and the Thummim into the pouch for making decisions, and they shall be over Aaron's heart wherever he goes before the Lord. Aaron shall bear the means of making decisions for the people of Israel on his heart before the Lord continually. You shall make the robe that is to be worn under the vest. It is to be all blue. It is to have an opening in the middle of the top of it or the head. It is to have a woven binding around the opening, like the opening of a collar, to prevent it from tearing. To be placed around its hem, you shall make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet material. Alternate them with gold bells. A gold bell, then a pomegranate. A gold bell, then a pomegranate. All around the hem of the robe. The robe shall be on Aaron when he ministers, and its sound will be heard when he goes into the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out, so that he will not die. You shall make a medallion of pure gold and engrave on it, like the engravings on a seal, holy to the Lord. You shall attach it to a blue cord to fasten it to the turban. It is to be placed on the front of the turban. It shall be on Aaron's forehead, and Aaron will bear any guilt in regard to the holy things which the people of Israel consecrate as their holy gifts. The medallion shall always be on his forehead, so that the offerings may be accepted in the presence of the Lord. You shall weave the tunic of fine linen, and you shall make a turban of fine linen, and you shall make a sash, the work of an embroiderer. You shall make tunics for Aaron's sons, and you shall make sashes for them, and you shall make small pointed turbans for them, to give them honor and splendor. Put them on your brother Aaron and on his sons along with him. Anoint them and ordain them for their work and consecrate them so that they may minister to me in the priest's office. Make linen pants for them to cover their naked flesh. The pants shall reach from the waist to the thighs. They are to be worn by Aaron and his sons whenever they go into the tent of meeting or whenever they come near the altar to minister in the holy place so that they do not incur guilt and die. They shall be a permanent regulation for him and for his descendants after him. This is what you shall do to them to set them apart as holy, so that they can minister to me in the priest's office. Take one young bull and two rams without defect, unleavened bread, unleavened rolls mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil. Make them from fine wheat flour. Put them into one basket and bring them in the basket when you bring the bull and the two rams. 
bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Take the garments and put them on Aaron, the tunic, the robe to be worn under the vest, the vest and the pouch. Clothe him with the sash of the vest. Set the turban on his head and put the holy crest on the turban. Then take the anointing oil and put it, pour it on his head to anoint him. You shall bring his sons and put tunics on them. Clothe them with sashes, Aaron and his sons, and bind small pointed turbans on them. Then they shall possess the priesthood by means of a perpetual regulation. You shall ordain Aaron and his sons for their work. Bring the bull in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. Slaughter the bull in the presence of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out all the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Take all the fat that covers the internal organs, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull, its hide, and its intestines and their contents, you shall burn with fire outside of the camp. This is a sin offering. Then take the first ram. Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram, slaughter the ram, and take its blood and splash it all around on the altar. You shall cut the ram into pieces, wash its internal organs and its legs, and put them with the other pieces and with its head. You shall burn the whole ram on the altar. This is a whole burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Then take the other ram. Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. Then you shall slaughter the ram. Take some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear, on the tip of the right ear of his sons, on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and splash the blood all around on the altar. Take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and spatter it on Aaron and on his garments and on his sons and on the garments of his sons who are with him. So he and his garments and his sons and his sons' garments shall be consecrated. From this ram take the fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the internal organs, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, and the right thigh. For this is a ram for the dedication, and one loaf of bread, one roll made with oil, and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread, that is before the Lord. You shall put all of this in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and you shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then you shall take them from their hands and burn them on the altar for the burnt offering as a pleasant aroma before the Lord. This is an offering made by fire to the Lord. Take the breast from Aaron's ram of ordination and wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion of the sacrifice. Consecrate the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the elevated offering, which are waved and lifted up from the ram of ordination. They are for Aaron and for his sons. It shall belong to Aaron and his sons perpetually as their portion of the offering from the people of Israel. Because it is an elevated offering, it shall be an elevated offering from the people of Israel, from their sacrifices, from their fellowship offerings, that is, their elevated offering to the Lord. The holy garments of Aaron shall belong to his descendants after him, so they are to wear them while they are being anointed and ordained for their work. The son who is to be high priest in Aaron's place shall put them on for seven days when he comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place.
Take the ram of ordination and boil its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his sons shall eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the entrance of the tent of meeting. They shall eat those things with which atonement was made at their ordination and consecration, but a non-priest shall not eat them, because they are holy. If any of the meat or the bread from the ordination remains until the next morning, you shall burn the remainder with fire. It must not be eaten, because it is holy. This is what you shall do to Aaron and to his sons, exactly as I have commanded you. You shall ordain them for seven days. For every day you shall offer a bull as a sin offering or atonement. And you shall purify the altar when you make atonement for it, and you shall anoint it to make it holy. For seven days you shall make atonement for the altar to make it holy. The altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall become holy. Now this is what you shall offer on the altar regularly, every day. Two lambs a year old. The first lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. With the first lamb offer two quarts of fine flour mixed with a quart of beaten olive oil and a quart of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, and you shall offer it with the same grain offering and the same drink offering as in the morning, for a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. It shall be presented as a regular burnt offering offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. There I will meet with you to speak to you, There I will meet with the people of Israel, and the place will be made holy by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also consecrate Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. I will dwell among the people of Israel, and I will be their God. They will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, so that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. This is something that we will constantly and consistently hear is that they will be my people and I will be their God. And this is the covenant that the Lord is establishing with his people. This is what he is offering of himself. And so again, we read more regulations today as we are getting into the um, the law and, and reading about it and getting into again just those fine-tuned details of the priests and their vestments the special vest the chest pouch uh the robe the gold medallion the tunic turban the sash the tunic and the pants pants well for the other priests the ordination of the priests and then um the regular daily offerings and so there's a a new normal being established and this is all what the Lord is speaking to Moses within these 40 days on on the mountain and so again Lord I just thank you that you are a God of detail and that you care about these things and I thank you that we have a imagery to either replicate or to draw out or to imagine in our heads but God I just thank you that you have given us these details so that we can picture or try to picture just how majestic this was and that this is the place that you said that you would meet with your people. And so while we read this and we're amazed at the detail and the just everything that's going into this, God, I also am just so thankful that you reside among us now where we are. We can invite you into a moment 
and you're there. You're already here. You're everywhere. And we don't have to go through everything that we're reading just to experience your presence. I thank you for your son. I thank you for his life. Thank you for where we are on this side of the story. And Lord, I'm just so grateful. And so I thank you for your word. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. That is all from me today. Stick around and listen to my mom and where they are at in the pilgrimage over in Israel. And uh, just be continuing to pray for them all throughout their trip. The jet lag is no joke. And um, I feel like it, it, quote, should get easier the more you go over. But it feels like it gets harder. That's kind of how what I experienced. But I'm praying that they are getting adjusted and sleeping well. And uh, that they are enjoying their, their, their time. So, um, yeah. Stick around and listen to my mom thanks again my sweet china well first night to report uh all is well all is tired <laughs> uh but all is well the, the jet lag is it's a real thing and it's a real hard thing uh days and nights get completely mixed up and so you gotta stay awake and just push through but when it's you know, the middle of the night back home in the life that you've lived for a long time, your body starts to tell you we should be sleeping right now. Uh, so we're all fighting through um, until we get acclimated for it's going to take a few days. And it's like we had a big family reunion at the welcoming dinner, uh, a family reunion. And we all knew of each other. But we all know we have the same dad. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Uh, it's it's seeing family, meeting family for the first time. And it's wonderful. And the excitement and the anticipation uh, and the unknown, all of that is palpable. And we even had a birthday to celebrate with one of our dabbers on this pilgrimage. So last night was... The very first thing that kicks off uh, the pilgrimage in Israel is the welcome dinner. And then tomorrow morning, we will head to the wilderness. And I, I'm here trying to put into words and describe things to all of you that are nearly impossible to describe. But the wilderness is truly unbelievable when you look and as far as you can see and as far as your mind can comprehend what you're seeing it's vast it's endless granules of sand that make miles and mountains and piles of sand as far as the eye can humanly see and the mind can humanly comprehend and it just it starts making sense because it's really hard to see a way out when you are smack dab in the middle of that but i don't want to get too far ahead we'll talk about the desert tomorrow so night one officially is underway uh it was beautiful and just we're just getting to know each other just getting orientated 
getting to know our tour guides and our leaders and um it is gonna be great so i love that you all are here and i know some of you are following uh, the journey on social media i'll try to do little snippets uh, every day when time permits and just uh, we'll we'll just see what happens i, I have high hopes and good expectations uh <laughs> but until we get acclimated uh, grace is the name of the game so that's it for today and uh, i look forward to turning that page with you all tomorrow and see what that day brings so thank you so much for your prayers um even though i know that many of you are praying i'm gonna ask you to keep them coming we we need that covering that underbelly and that shield over of protection and health and safety and eyes to see all that god wants to do in us show to us and move within us so thank you lord willing and the sea don't rise i'll see you tomorrow until then love one another hello daily audio bible family this is yolanda from louisiana i was just calling in to give a few thanks for the prayers that i got for the passing of my niece in december uh Lady of Victory and a few other of the DAB team members. I really appreciate you praying for me and my family. It, it was so uplifting to hear the prayers that were sent this way. And I, I just wanted to call in to say thank you. I really appreciate it so much. Thank you. Hi family, it's Adrienne, it's Mighty Tortoise from Maryland. So, um, several of you know that um, on Tuesday I lost my my best friend of 27 years. He went home to um, be with God and as Daniel sang to me um, in our prayer group, he is now seeing the face of God and while he's walking the streets of heaven. Uh, but anyway, um, I am um, in my grief. Um, I went outside, I was walking this morning, and in the mid-Atlantic, it's, it's cold now. Um, and so my almost 11-year-old Yorkie, little Yorkie, Maxie, um, decided it was too cold for her. So she, after we took the trash out, she went back inside. So it was just God and me walking. And we talked about how in not quite five years, I've lost Tom, my husband of 30 years. I lost my mom three and a half years ago. And now I've lost Lou, 27 years of best friendship. So almost known him as long as I knew Tom. So um, it's, it's too much loss for me, but I couldn't bear it alone. But I'm incredibly glad I'm not alone. I've got God. God is carrying me through because he's an outrageously faithful God. And I'm forever grateful. This is your friend, Adrian in Maryland. Okay, well, some sort of revelation. Uh, this is one more time, February 3rd, the Storyteller Projects in Smyrna. Good morning. Um, 
Smyrna's outside of Nashville. I don't know what I want to call myself. That's my business. Anyways, this is Heather. And I just want to thank you so much for the prayer. I'm just dying. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so blessed by this community and I'm and I'm just shattered I haven't called in sooner to pray for and pray with you all. So please forgive me. I'll be more attentive. Um, so it's just a, an encouragement to this awesome community and a thank you uh, for all this hard work that I know that uh, Jill and China and Brian, you, you all do behind the scenes because I'm running a small business and it's there's a lot being, being the wheel. Um, so thank you for all your hard work and for those that are on the fence of calling in for prayer or or praying for someone, it's a true blessing. I, I've been listening for almost a year, so um, happy Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. Love you all. Hello, Daily Audio Bible Chronological. This is Song of Joy in Alexandria, Virginia. Today is Wednesday the 1st of February, and I am calling to ask you all to please pray for me. Um, but first, an update on my mom. I had asked for help in praying for my mom because she had a blood clot that was responding, but she was having residual problems in her leg with swelling and pain. Um, and they they have made progress. She had an MRI recently, and we're going to go back to the doctor to find out. Maybe the MRI can give some explanation. So please keep my mom in prayer for wisdom and for discernment for the clinicians who are caring for her. And also for me, please pray for me. I'm having surgery on Thursday, February 9th. And I really just want you to please pray for me for the peace of the Lord, for wisdom and skills for the surgeon and for a speedy recovery. I've never had surgery before, so I'm a bit anxious and a bit worried about the recovery period and the pain that um, I'm told I will encounter. So please pray for just God's touch and healing and restoration. Thank you all. Bye. Hey, DABC, it's Refined by the Fire in Ohio. Miss Jill, oh my goodness. Um, January 30th's uh, commentary and prayer, um, it was as if it was specifically just for me and not for any of us other ones that are listening, which I know isn't true. But between um, your reading and your prayer and other sources in my life that have just been pulling and tugging and pushing and your whole um, phrase about repentance bringing change in a new direction into our lives. And man, did that hit home for me this year. I have a couple of areas that God has uh, boiled up to the surface. Uh, again, I should say, because it's not like I haven't tackled them before, and it's not like I probably won't tackle them again, because that is how God works, right? He refines us why I picked that as part of my name. Um, but man, just the um, encouragement that is in 
facing what it is God has in front of you. And I feel like I have been a kid throwing a fit in a mud puddle and God extending his hand and going, this is gonna be easier if you just come with me. So thank you as always, and I will check in again soon. Love you all.